This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Say that again, Allie. Uh, every time someone performs well, Stephen Kwan posts him on his Instagram story and calls him Himothy. It's everyone who plays well every time. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the Guardians fan cast with our Guardians Twitter friends, uh, Himothy and Herathies all around. Uh, so uh, let uh, and uh, Theathies, um, actually, Eli's not here, but maybe, maybe he'll join us. Um, so, uh, Michael, what's going on? Oh, you know, living the dream every day. Uh, heard, did not watch, but heard a great uh, Hunter Gaddis start. And I, I am proud to announce that this game didn't count. <laughs> Happy April. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, look, Craig's joining us. Allie, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's nice of the Guardians to allow everyone a chance to participate. And tomorrow we will be winning. So that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it nice that these washed up guys like Franchi Cordero, you know how many years I've been waiting for Franchi Cordero to be actually good and feeling the like breakout season. It was yeah. always this close. It's always <laughs> it's always the Yankees who get it anyway. And then oh Willie Calhoun, I kind of had some good feelings about him a while back too. I'm like I didn't even know Cole Calhoun and Willie Calhoun are really different looking people, but I yes. still kind of get them sim- confused in my mind a little bit. They're both like lefties. Who hit. So anyway, Cole plays a position where Willie is right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. Anyway, um, Alyssa, how you doing? I'm good because this is a big time podcast with some big time fans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh shout out to Jensen Lewis. As I as I said today, I really do think that's the highlight of the season already that that. MLB feel it, or am I supposed to out them like that? <laughs> that that the fake Cleveland Garden, Gardens, right? The <laughs> fake Cleveland Guardians, the Gardens account got Jensen Lewis. Man, so great, makes you smile even on a day lose to the Yankees. Andrew, how you doing? Doing pretty good today. It's happy I got to watch the Yankees lose in person for the first time yesterday. So that was awesome. For the first time, wow, that is great. It's great to see all the depressed Yankees fans headed out. <laughs> Even better if they're kids. No, the just... Yankees suck, Chad. <laughs> Gee, Quincy, never known you to be that cruel. Yeah, that's that's pretty rude. Look, I've look, the biggest, especially the kids, <laughs> right? No, I'm just saying these children they need to learn the pain of being a, a sports fan, and it's hard to learn that pain as a Yankees fan. So a great way to do it is to bring them to a road game where where they lose. And they have to experience that, and they have a little taste of it because they won't know much of it for the rest of their lives. So, we're, we're do you do you want to feel old, Quincy? Oh yeah, it's been almost fifteen years since they. I was going to say, fifteen-year-old kid hasn't seen it. Right, right, and that is Those pretty poor amazing. children. Now, I mean, we're we're in a little bit of a drought ourselves, so you know, glass oh, houses yeah, just, and all that, but just a little bit, just a couple of years more than that, <laughs> <laughs> five times that amount. Anyway, uh, Greg, how you doing? 
I'm good. Although I, I apologize in advance if I'm distracting watching watching my hockey team fight for its playoff live against the worst team in the hockey. So can't relate. Uh, you might you might see me like throw something or slap my hands or yell or something. So don't mind oh, me. Oh, Greg. I didn't know they they were were were, were up playing the jackets tonight. <laughs> That's Thursday. Jackets. I'd be go- I'd be going and invading Nationwide Arena if I didn't already have plans that night. So. Well, all right. And Peyton, <laughs> Peyton, how you doing? Good. Just finished at the gym. Sore. Oh, it worked right. it though. That's good. Yep. That's a good sign when you're sore after the gym. Well, well yesterday I was really bad. <laughs> even better. Now you're back at it again. You can't stop her. All right. Now let's talk about making people feel better because I'm sure they're tuning in, hoping uh, to feel better. <laughs> So uh, you can vent whatever you want to do, but we, Hey, Hey, it's, it's not bad right now. Obviously the guardians are seven and five and they've already won a game against the Yankees, which given the fact that uh, the starting rotation is pretty much uh, depleted uh, winning a game against the Yankees is good. And, you know, the, as we've said before, the rest of April is a pretty light schedule. So hopefully that sets them up well. Uh, but how's everybody feeling today? Pretty it's good. What's that, Greg? Pretty good. Good. I think that's why I think that's why it was important to win last night because I kind of looked at tonight and I, you know, you don't ever want to be like, yeah, that's an L. But I kind of I kind of looked at Cole Gaddis and I know Gaddis pitched well last game, but I was like, eh. And even after we got the two runs, I kind of thought. This reminds me of last night with Bieber because they jumped on Bieber the same way we jumped on Cole. And just like, just like last night, you could see it. The last two batters of the first inning, like Cole, like took a breath and was like, all right, Gaddis isn't shutting our guys out. So let's just start over. And he did. And, you know, but you know, we're seven and five Tito's teams get better. I feel pretty good. Guys, guys. Um, you're going to feel so much better. Um, I'm watching the game cast for the White Sox and Twins, and uh, Luis Robert took the first pitch from Yohan Duran deep to tie ball game in the night. Nice. So uh, they might not even be out of first place after today. Love that. Nice. The other thing I would say, too, is the fact that a lot of what Greg said, too, um, but it felt very similar. Plus, you knew once they got a run, there was just immense pressure on Gaddis being the fifth starter, knowing that. Cole was probably going to settle in it at that at a certain point, which I'm sure that the Yankees probably felt a little bit last night too, especially the way they couldn't when you're not able to get that extra run and sort of build on your lead. Plus, the fact is we're not playing the Yankees again, though we are playing them in New York next. It'll be closer than I believe at the end of May. The weather will be a lot better. We all know the Yankees already have a little league park, so the balls will also be traveling better. I'm excited to play at New York because the Miles Straw home run will happen there. I <laughs> it is the place for it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it, it really would be. I mean, it'd be poetic. I say the Miles Straw home run. I mean the first one. That'll get him started, and then there will be at least ten more. So, and it'll be a let's go ballet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fans take it and throw it back onto the field. I'm sure. Yeah, that'll be that'll be. And great. he still wouldn't give a ball to me. <laughs> yeah. I think the players will be fired up too when we go back to New York. 
without They've, how last year he went and also the playoffs. They're going to be amped. They fire. They fire back. They fire back on the field and hit him as he rounds second base, like they did that time in Boston. And and then Miles Straw is a total grump the rest of the game, oh, inexplicably, no. inexplicably, just grump. Whenever you mention something happening at Boston, someone throwing something in Boston, I think of the pizza guy. Like here comes the pizza. <laughs> I'm losing, I'm missing the reference. What's the reference? Am I forgetting? Okay, this? so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to show you. I'm gonna have to get you in on this. But um, it's one of my favorite um videos um during a telecast of like the Sox and Orioles. Um, a fly a foul ball went into the stands and like the first row, and someone a fan interfered with the play, and then a guy like a row behind him took his slice of pizza and threw it <laughs> at the fan who tried to catch the ball. Um, it's it's very worth your time. Definitely something. Oh, to I I definitely want to watch the that, commentary. Yeah. Is wonderful. Everyone's really giving it their all in this moment. <laughs> I can't wait to sit, we'll, we'll shut down the podcast and go watch that now. Uh, you know, when I thought about Hunter Gaddis versus Cole today, I was kind of I'm kind of glad that we lost this game because if we had won this game, I would have known that they're going to win the World Series. Like there would have been no question. So now there's some suspense in my mind, because if you beat the Yankees with Hunter Gaddis against Garrett Cole, it's like, okay, we're the team of destiny. So there's really nothing else to worry about. Now we can still worry and stress. And that's part of the fun of being a baseball fan. I just hate the people. And I know, like I've talked about, um, like I try to keep it all positive, um, especially like you never know who's going to see your tweets, but, and I get being frustrated. But there's so many people who, like, in my mentions will be like, this is it, like, season's <laughs> over, just being, like, as negative as possible. Please shut up and, like, stop tagging me. Like, and it's not even like they're intentionally doing it. They're just under my tweets. Like, please take this elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Why and, me? And, uh, I think I see you as a list of warrior. What was that? I think they see you as a list of one that they can dump their trauma onto. I guess. <laughs> is it because I'm a baddie? <laughs> I had this guy under them. one of my tweets. It was just me at the ballpark. It was my opening day post, and he just called me a baddie. And I'm like, okay. But I went to his replies. He says it to every single woman, like no matter what the post is, just baddie. <laughs> that is so weird. I have so many questions about it. I mean, my I first so question was, I about did... all my DMs. <laughs> I, uh, my first, my first question I asked in the group chat was what, what the word meant. Uh, but after that, I just wonder, like, how do you come upon that strategy? Like, okay, this is the word. Um, but I probably shouldn't dive any deeper into that. Well, I think they were overthinking it. The idea of a grand strategy is beyond the level of, of this interaction. Like there's, there's no strategy. It's I have just been a parking lot. So the bar is very low. Can I? Let me let me just ask a real quick clarifying baddie question, okay? Um, so uh, so my understanding is like there's <laughs> what what Urban Dictionary told me is that it's like if you're dressed down but you still look amazing. So if so, is that true? If that's true, then if you're like dressed to the nines and somebody calls you a baddie, that's kind of an insult, right? They're like, oh, you didn't actually dress that nice. But at that point, everyone knows it, right? Like it's but just. You can't be though, because that's what Urban Dictionary. I feel like words kind of evolved too in the slang too. No uh, riz. <laughs> no riz. 
All right. Well, you guys getting a glimpse into our group chat. Other things that uh, we could note. Uh, I see that our farm system oh, had a pretty good day. Sorry, I just made a mess. Uh, I see that our. I figured we'd have some f bombs flying after after a Yankees. Well, I was making Yankees a shake, bus. and the um the shaker bottle wasn't fully up while I was shaking it, so the lid just like popped up. Oh. And went, like that's the worst. That's that's like when I give my toddlers milk and I forget to make sure the top is totally screwed on. Oh my goodness! It's you know, a day for sillies. That is a always like click all the way too. That is that is a time where you will see. Or clean my counters and went last night. Cry over spilled milk. No, like yes. All right. Um. So anyway, I was going to say. clean the counter. <laughs> Sorry, Peyton. Your your internet's floating in and out. So I think that you're done talking when you're not. I apologize. Uh, the Clippers. Uh, the, uh, okay, the Clippers, the Ducks, the Captains, and the Hillcats all won today, so that's something. Round of applause for the boys. Yay! I mean, we're like good at the major league level, and we're good literally everywhere else. We're just better than everybody in every possible way. So that's us. <laughs> that sucks for them. I saw, I saw, yeah, Kinsey Noel hit another homer today. So that's absolute pretty exciting. Shot. A bomb. Uh, yeah, he absolutely. <laughs> that guy, when he connects, it goes a long way, a long way, uh, which is exciting. Rokio had another couple hits, that all OPS over 850. So that's good. Hey, your boy Tanner Burns had a pretty decent day. Uh, my Every agenda. good Tanner Burns day is a good day for my agendas. So. <laughs> Um, there's a, a long story for another day about why Tanner Burns is important for the agenda, but um, he, he really, you know, I hope he turns it around. Yeah, I, uh, I'm start. always, I'm always looking for what uh, Angel Mar or Angel Martinez does. He, I saw he had a fir rough, rough uh, first game or two, and now he's got his OPS up at 9.50. He was three for five today, yeah, with a homer. So. Uh, our shortstop factory never ends. Uh, and Petey Halpin, who's what, like 15 20. years old? <laughs> Might as well be 15, yeah. 15 years old. And never and seen a Yankees World Series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, got, <laughs> he's got an 806 OPS uh, at double A, so that's exciting. Um, and then just, just giving people some things to think about today. Joe Lampy, he just can't stop getting on base, got an OPS of. 1.2 so uh, get a load of that he went three for four today uh aaron davenport had a great game that's a name to keep an eye on so those are those are exciting um and then oh yeah you guys i don't know if you guys have seen about this nate Furman kid they drafted but this guy can't stop getting hits he's got a 1.1 ops right now wilfredo antunez he uh, was a guy that Fangrass was all excited about as an outfielder, and he's got a cool 429 average right now. It <laughs> went three, went uh, four for five today. So yeah, like Ali said, we're just amazing everywhere you look. So it, it just continues. Everybody's stunned in the silence. Yes, we are oh. in fact in. I awe think everyone was waiting for someone else league. to talk. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that happens. The game it's was also just not at all. It really took the wind out of our sails with that. Like 11 to two doesn't happen to you every day. I will say though, because um, I, I intended yesterday's game to be my first game of the season, but I have some friends who got me to opening day and the day after, and those two, we obviously lost, not fun, freezing. 
Um, you know, it was fun to win and it's fun to have baseball back in Cleveland. Like, I mean, even though like losing sucked, like opening day was still fun. It's just still fun to be in that environment. And it's just mm. even better when we do win. Um, and Josh Bell hitting a double in yeah. like a meaningless at bat in whatever inning, the end of the game. I wanted to talk so loudly, but we were losing by 10 runs, so I couldn't. <laughs> Bring the but we're back. Uh, Josh Bell's hitting for extra bases. We're back. We're so back. Yeah, the good, things weren't really gone, but you know. The good news is, if you asked any fan before the season, looking at our, our, our beginning of the season, two series against Seattle and one against the Yankees, and the worst that 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 we that we can do is seven and six. I think every single fan would be thrilled. And also, yeah. given the information, Tris McKenzie's out, Savali's out now, and that we're still seven and six. So yeah. I like huge positive that 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 we're above five hundred, and then our, our schedule gets a bit easier, so we can start to rack up some wins, waiting for for the guys to get back. And Hinches is out, and we haven't had a home run in like. Uh, 10 days, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, um, Jose Ramirez hasn't hit a home run yet this season, and we still have seven wins. I mean, he's the mild he's, straw home runs coming, right? Mm-hmm. Jose, Jose's been absolutely hammering the ball, too. He just can't quite get it out yet, which I'm sure is just a matter of time, as usual. But the way I was thinking about it today, I was like, well, I hope they don't really hit any home runs in this game. We're obviously going to lose because. That just pushes our home run total out a little bit. So one of this week, you know, they're going to catch up. So one of these weeks, we're going to have like 20 home runs in a week from these different guys. And that'll be a fun week. So and half of them will be Josh Bell. Right. Right. And I and I've got about 12 bookmark tweets that I will come back to when that happens. And Oscar has to get it going at some point. So we have yeah. our powered hitters just really haven't found their stroke yet or their stride. Except Mike Zanino. Yeah, except yeah, that Mike was so Zanino. fun last night. That's a real I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. If I'm the only one who finds Mike Zanino adorable, there's just yeah. something adorable. Okay, so he looks too much like Brad Hand to me. For yeah, that's yeah. a workout. Like, but he, he's it's like just a fat so uncanny. Brad hand. He's a yeah. fat the hearts Brad make hand. it all the better. All due respect, like I I say this as a as a man who is mildly obese myself. I'm just saying, and he's not. He is not. He is he's perfectly fit, but he's like a big Brad Hand. A huggable Brad Hand. Look at it that way. I will say Zanino gives me less heart attacks than Brad Hand. Brad <laughs> Hand had a unique way of giving you oh like cardiac gosh. issues. Especially towards the end. The only my, time my family and I went to a game a couple of years ago. It was one of the, like the few games we went to. Bases were loaded and Brad Hand was up, and my sister goes, He's gonna give up a grand slam. So <laughs> guess what happened? <laughs> It wasn't hard to predict at certain points in his career what was right. going to happen, especially, yeah, especially if you fell behind a guy. If you fell behind a guy, you're like, yep, we're going to get a looping slider, and they're either going to have to hammer it or they'll just barely miss it. So, <laughs> yeah, those those are good. He, he had a year there where he was great, but then things went downhill. First half of 2019. Yeah, he was exceptional, and he was really exceptional from the time he went into the bullpen until he – I don't know about 2020 with Cleveland. Well, yeah, he, he led the league in saves in 2020, but he had one of the worst closer ERAs because he Joe Borowski. Yeah, he'd come in with a three-run lead and then give up two, but yeah. still get the save. So, like, he didn't really get the save, but he still got the save. I kind of blame Alex Cora for it because why not? 
But in the uh, <laughs> Al- Alex Cora used him in the All Star game and had him pitch like thirty pitches. Thirty pitches, and I was like, "What are you doing to our Brad Hand, my beloved? Get him out of there!" Shout out to the list. I understood um, that reference. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would remember being so mad, and then he never was quite the same. I, I don't. I mean, so I think we can blame it on Alex Cora. And now he's in Colorado. Always oh, in Colorado, like the worst. Yeah, we're, we're gonna not check in on that. I mean, apparently his nickname is Brotato. So fun fact. <laughs> not saving the, day. the second coming of Nick Swisher. Seems like a good name to have in Colorado. Hey, Brotato. That seems like a Colorado <laughs> thing. Or Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. True. Going right, back right. to at the beginning, talking about um, Quan calling everyone Himothy after a good game. He's called uh, Silly Willie, if you will, Sillium. And he's now called Hunter Gaddis Judge Judy. And my <laughs> sister said that they need to have a player nickname day, but it's all nicknames that Quan has given them. I see like what they come up with. That's awesome. Players weekend, Stephen Quan edition. I uh, right. I, I did think that if, if this was a visual format, we would all just pretend that Andrew is Hunter Gaddis and do the post-game <laughs> interview. So, uh, Hunter, uh, how'd you feel about the start today? A little rough, a little rough. Yeah, my uh, my pitches really weren't where I wanted uh, them to be. Uh, I need um, I need to be to to be better at that. My defense is, is is out there picking me up. Hitters are trying their best. I just wasn't at my game, and I let the team down. It's all right. Do you have any uh, any plans to like kill a saber tooth tiger tonight to make yourself feel better? Or? I think I'm just gonna um uh drink a few beers, relax, and uh, uh come back tomorrow ready to work. I just noticed you changed your screen name. <laughs> so Hunter Gaddis. That seems like a good that that was the Bob Wickman plan. He was a pretty excellent pitcher, you know. So <clears throat> seems like you you've got something yeah, there. Anyone I'm else have off of where he's born? So <laughs> anyone else anyone else have a question for Hunter while he's here? Hunter, um, what's your routine? Uh I just go out and just, you know, I uh I channel the energy of 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 the of the primal caveman inside of me, and I just go for it. You woke up later. <laughs> you, you you really hide that primal caveman very well too. That no one would uh, would be able to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not to throw anyone under the bus, but uh, I I don't want to look like a bad teammate out there. Uh, so any emotions I try to keep in because I know my job is to throw strikes. <laughs> Who could you be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I also appreciate that you wear baggy pants. Yeah, uh, it's it, um, this is a baseball game. Uh, I'm not here to make people uncomfortable. Hunter, this is Charles Nagy. Have you ever been on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's such a great memory. I hope they bring Nagy back. You know, for a while there, I was like, oh man, this is so painful. And then it started to be so bad, it was good. And that was the day. That was the day when he started talking about a boat. That was that was when it was so great. <laughs> An Irish goodbye out of the studio yeah. was also priceless. <laughs> yeah, and Rosie Rosie was so confused. Oh, oh, you're really leaving? Oh, How all do right. you have a flight in the middle of the game when your job is to call the game? I don't understand, but yeah, I gotta get my car, <laughs> my rides here, guys. <laughs> It's great. It was great. They should, I haven't heard that they're bringing it back, but I really think they should just for the entertainment value. 
it was kind of a surprise when it happened, right? He, it was yeah. Tom Hamilton's scheduled vacation in the summer and, and we didn't know what was going on. We had Tim Elkhorn for a, a couple of games and then Charles Nagy. So maybe, maybe another mm. one. The Greg's background noise is talking to us. Um, all right. Well, so now we turn our attention to the final game as they say, the rubber match, it's the game to decide the series. And we're apparently going to throw Peyton Battenfield out there. So how do you no feel about that? <laughs> well, the guy they're also throwing out from what I remember looking at yesterday also doesn't like the guy they threw out yesterday. Also doesn't have a great ERA. I mean. Yeah, I mean, his name's Clark yeah. Schmidt. Clark yeah. Schmidt's on my fantasy team. I can confirm all the rumors. He's Clark not been great. Sounds like the name of a finance bro that they plucked out of the first row of the stands. <laughs> it's now going to pitch. So I feel that, great about this. And I, like you also have to expect that we're going to have more offense than we did the first two games. And that A, they're not going to score 11 runs. Someone oh, else is that. also due to pitch this series. So they need a couple. Yes, <laughs> true. True. Eli Morgan with his uh, um, amazing dominance continuing hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, well, and, and Curry got a good bit of innings today, so that helps out. A, I'm a surprised point. they um, kept Curry out for the ninth. I thought it would be like an Ernie Clement game. Like, just put Will Brennan out there, see what he still has. <laughs> yeah. Did you see uh, a pitcher for the Roy, uh, player the for the Navy. Royals pitched? Yeah. And he, he had like a 93-mile-an-hour, like, I don't know what two seam sink or something that just had a lot of movement on it. It looked like a screwball that he was throwing out there. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. It, it wasn't helped by Texas's uh, lovely camera situation where you just look down like this at every pitch. Yeah. and you can never see vertical movement. Yeah, but what they, the heck? It had a lot of sink. Remember when Reyes struck someone out for the Cubs? <laughs> Yeah, we were like, what happened? So I saw random. <laughs> I saw that he's absolutely destroying the ball for the Royals, so that's awesome. Good for Framel. We wish nothing but the best for Framel. I agree, but I, I agree. wish it would have happened here. But yes, no, no, absolutely no hard feelings for Framel for me. I love that guy. Sorry, it didn't work out. Seems like they all kind of feel that way about him too. He always talks positively about Cleveland and everybody here says he's Which great. Just we love to out. see that because I know we've had players like for any of our teams here who as soon as they leave, they trash talk us. But, you know, to have those players who still fans. like, yeah, and they still like, you know, love the city, have respect for the city. It's really nice to see. It's hard for me sometimes to not say like, hey, how can you not figure out how to get through to a guy? But that's I, I have to accept that sometimes you just can't. Sometimes they just have to hear a different voice. And sometimes people have to go through like uh, hitting the bottom to some degree, like saying, OK, I'm, I'm trying this. and That's not working. So I have to start from scratch. And that's how it happens. He's certainly not the only one who's had to go through that experience. But he's such a fun guy and such a fun player. I wish it could have worked here. But. Yeah, good to see him hitting pretty We're going well. to like a lower pressure environment, kind of like straw. Right. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that helps sometimes. And sometimes just a change of scenery is all that's needed. Yep. It's just like just just being in a new in um a a a new physical space. And it makes me feel better that he's doing this for a team that like is not a threat. Like he can go have fun there. I'm not stressed about it. Right. I'm sure I will regret all of my happy and fun statements about Framo Reyes in like June when he's batted 670 against us for a three game series and 
Uh, but at the same time, like, no, he deserved a chance. He can be the next Drew Waters and ruin my life. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so many former Guardians just do that all the time. It's it's amazing. I'm sure every team has that experience where a guy you let go just comes back to bite you. But it seems like it happens quite a bit with Guardians, uh, former Guardians. But yeah, I mean, the Royals and Tigers, I just look at those rosters. We did previews for those uncovering the corner. And I was like, these teams are both going to lose 100 games. I just don't know how they're going to. The gonna... Tigers rebuild is still rebuilding. That's like the thing that was so shocking to me about, I, I don't know how in looking at the Tigers roster, how like, yeah, I wasn't that optimistic about us last year. But I, it still blows my mind that people thought the Tigers would do better than us. Yeah, a lot of the second place predictions were immediately thrown to losing Casey Mize and Matt Manning and then Tariq Skubal, who finally broke out. Like all these things that looked like they were going to be really promising developments for the Tigers have turned into, well, gosh, I hope they can get it together. And that's just not a good place to be. Yeah, they had a really strong end to the uh, the 2021 season, Peyton. So I yeah. got su- I got sucked up a little bit in that. The thing that got me that that I learned from thinking the Tigers might actually be good is the importance of depth. They just yeah. didn't have the depth that they needed, and that's why I think the Guardians are going to hang around no matter what because they have such good depth. Are we thinking now? I guess this might be kind of a good way to wrap up towards the end of today. Are we thinking now that we're going to be able to see guys like Bybee and Logan Allen pretty soon, given what's happened with Gaddis? Well, Quincy, you were thinking Memorial Day is around the time for reevaluation, right? I still think that's probably going to be the case unless we have another injury and they're just up against it for decisions. They, they had an opportunity here and they called up Peyton Battenfield instead. They want to get people a little bit of time to get regular and adjusted to where they are at whatever level they're at. So I imagine around early May, we're going to see Gavin Williams go up to AAA. And at some point in between early May and Memorial Day, maybe the first of June, we're probably going to see one of Logan Allen and maybe both if a Logan Allen and Tanner Bybee are both excellent and there's a need at the rotation level still. Now, we don't know the severity of Aaron Savali's injury either. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I definitely agree just between like injuries and um inconsistencies like they still have to wait out both for our major league pitchers and triple a no matter like how good or bad either is doing um and like we've discussed in the group chat especially with police um having a decent game granted it could have been more lucky than anything else that definitely bought him more time um, so I guess it just depends the extent of injuries. Um, I'm a big Cody Morris fan, so I'm very like gutted about him going through this injury again. Um, but I hope someone at some point this season, maybe sooner rather than later, can step up to be a decent, solid starter. Um, and if it's Bybee, I hope that he uses the immigrant song as his walk-up song when he's up here, <laughs> as I requested. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. We never know when police accident do something like punch a wall or punch a. He did punch a wall. He posted on his Instagram story one time a hole in his wall with a baseball in it. I have it somewhere on guards out of context. I just he has done it. I would like to understand. He's going to get hurt at some point, and if he gets hurt too, that's the other thing too. Is if if someone like police or we have another injury too, they might have to reevaluate that because only if they can keep these guys up to stay. They don't want to be shuffling them. I would just like. 
I would just like to understand how it goes to the process of I'm going to hit something with my pitching hand. Use your other hand. God gave you two hands. Use your other hand. I think it goes to the earlier. Uh, Please may have uh, may have some uh, some uh, some uh, some uh, um, lasagna between his ears. He may always be using what's in his head uh, because he hasn't worked on managing anger. You know who he reminds me of? Jose Lima. Oh, I hadn't thought about that for a while. I could see that. Yeah. Remember, he punched sale. the wall, the dugout yeah. after a bad outing. Yeah, yeah. Did that a few uh, times. Anyway. Yeah. Is Brett Gardner in here for the Yankees series. <laughs> in the guardians organization like bought him a punching bag or like something that was meant to be punched so that we could avoid it i wonder if they don't i don't i wonder if they encourage it they don't want him yeah and also they don't want to punch the therapist either that's lawsuit but um i i I, one time we should put together a team of like a a team of all-time mlb meatheads there's a lot of competition there but i feel like police could make the starting rotation there i know who's in left field (laughs) well yeah left there's a few options for outfielders (laughs) that i could think of yeah cleveland's very own albert bell yeah i would say bell yeah if you're uh, so, if you're out there and you are giving up on the season, just remember the wise words of Alyssa: "Shut up." Uh, but also, is there anything? <laughs> is there anything else we can say to encourage people that are feeling uh, down? This is where Greg yeah. had to pop off, and he usually has good things to say about this. But any thoughts to encourage folks? So just bad news! It's, it's actually over. over. <laughs> um, My bad. So, Forget what I said. <laughs> yeah, it's Im- importantly, it, it's it's all it's Jover the um the twins have won this baseball game on a throwing error by by chicago's pitcher so uh never believe in the white Sox is is the end of the day um the most unsurprising thing ever truly um this is as on brand as the loss gets but beyond that yeah please it's april guys um there's no one settled this team looked totally different between april and september of 2022 i was gonna say bobby bradley Ben um, gamble Bradley was that Zeller last year or two still... years ago? What, when did Ben Gamble happen? That was two years. It was yeah. so quick that like it it hardly registered. Like there okay. are going to be situations like that. We also had the other Logan Allen to start heart, last but... season. So mm. we had a very different roster this time last season. Than we did when we were finally in the playoffs. So there's still like we talked about pitching. There's still a lot to come with that. Um, there's still, we have a lot of good middle infielders who are ready to come up a lot of good outfielders. So, and you know, it's cold. <laughs> we yeah. can't all be Owen Miller. So waiting for things to literally heat up. We also and have to look will at happen. It. Sorry, Peyton, go ahead. Moves will happen. I mean, they have, and it's a, we've been talking about it forever, but like, even though they put it off forever, seemingly, at some point, you have to make a move and consolidate the prospects we have. And obviously, obvious, obviously, they don't want to rush into a move. I also feel like half the, t- the reason why they can't make a move is, like, who's even available right now? Because no team's going to be going to move somebody who's technically solid. But, like, if worse comes to worse, come June, maybe then a June, July, July, they're probably going to be able to make a move or make a move. You can't, like, have five guys who are, like, Big time, three big time guys who could have futures with Valera, Gonzalez, Brennan, and then have two guys who you probably don't want to move anyway in Quan and um, Straw. 
So if they're, they're going to keep, keep straw and center, like at some point they have to move one of those somebody. Of those Plus they have the outfield, right? Like Plus the yeah. field's been the problem for half a decade now. They have, yeah. and that's, and that's the outfield problem. Too. <laughs> they have they more middle infielders. The too. Right. They have more I mean, middle infielders than they can shake a stick at. I keep saying that I love we went from, even this time last year, not knowing like the breakout season that Quan would have, like, it's nice though to go from having the problem of okay now we got straw but like what's our outfield gonna look like like we don't have outfielders to now having too much talent in the outfield like I'm glad we have good problems like that now right Brennan looked good in center field too I thought today yeah yeah he impressed me in triple a when he was out there too I've heard that's why I was wondering about straw like because we all know Straw's a plus 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 defender, but like at the same time, if Brennan really hits well, would you even con- consider possibly putting Brennan in center long term? So who has the highest batting average as of right now? <laughs> right, That's right. I'm Straw. saying long term. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm I know. Saying now. I, I said that. No, it's, it's really important to never think about the long term because if there's one thing you know about baseball, the only thing that matters is the next like five the or only, seven days. <laughs> the only way to stay a mentally healthy baseball fan is to live and die with each game and each pitch it's the it's end of the world folks. you need to be every sweating time. it out every time <laughs> until my oligarch tweet on one at 110 tomorrow it is over <laughs> we, we can begin again after the oligarch tweet but until yeah, then right. it's over until then it's, it's over, over as ass. someone posts well <laughs> just remember as as we close today remember that even when the guardians don't look good even when you're looking at them and you're a little worried about how things are shaping up things are looking kind of ugly they're still a baddie all right that's it <laughs> one last thing i want to say um, I can't believe you're going to ruin my great ending. Go ahead, Hunter. Just, you get it, the floor, Hunter. It, it wraps <laughs> up kind of what, what we talked about um, and also has a lot of optimism. Look at, like, this is a Terry Francona managed baseball team. Look at how his teams have done in April and May every single year and then watch them hit their stride in June and July. Like, it is like clockwork. They, they start slow, and I, I think the weather has a lot to do with it. It's not fun to play in Cleveland in April. It's cold. It rains. Um, but this team will get there. They uh, they have one of the greatest managers in the league, actually one of the top two managers, according to, to uh, the awards last year. Like, this team is going to get there. And, again, it's April 11th. Um, we're, what, 12 games in? Uh, there's a lot of baseball left, and this team has not even started uh, mm-hmm. the great journey that, 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 uh, that, uh, that uh, they're going to be on come October. They have to step it up for the sexiest manager in the American League. That made me think: Is Terry Francona a baddie? Yes. Yeah. I, th- yes. I think that's what that poll was saying about him. I think so. I think you so. certainly don't find like him dressed to the nines. <laughs> no, not, not, even, not even when he's getting a manager of the year award. I don't think he even wore a tie. So, all right. Well, Peyton's eating, and Hunter Gaddis needs to go drink some beers, and uh, Allie's about to fall asleep. So. All right, let's let's all have a good night. Thanks, guys. This has been the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment. <laughs>